fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Good afternoon, this is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. Uh, this is a pre-recorded uh, segment uh, for November the 10th, this coming Friday afternoon. Uh, welcome to Health Talk. This program is intended to share knowledge and information based on my research and experience. It's not intended to offer individual advice and does not replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified health care professional. Your daily choices have more to do with your health than uh, any of us healthcare uh, people, uh, so uh, in terms of your diet and lifestyle. So uh, hopefully uh, this show will empower you with the knowledge to take a proactive uh, part in uh, taking care of yourself. Got a lot to talk about today. We'll start off uh, the, uh, the program with, uh, this was a, a list of uh, food additives uh, that have been banned in Europe, commonly found in the U.S., uh, the first one is titanium dioxide. Um, so uh, kind of interesting uh, kind of thing. You wouldn't think about titanium being in your uh, salad dressings, your flour, bread, candy, uh, cheese, uh, canned soups, etc. But uh, it's there to give your food a white uh, appearance. And uh, it uh, has potential to have, uh, obviously, some toxic effects uh, and can lead to, uh, if you consume enough of it, and probably you're not, but uh, nonetheless, uh, inflammation, uh, fibrosis, uh, and uh, lung tumors. So not too good. Uh, the next on the list is uh, BHA and uh, BHT, which is uh, one of butylated hydroxytoluene. It's not going to... Uh, say that on the label but probably bht found in uh, chips uh, crackers cereals baked goods granola bars uh, it this helps uh, keep the oils from oxidizing uh, so uh, oils are obviously uh, very perishable uh, or can be and if you if you look at the uh, ingredient list uh, on uh, any of these products you'll see there are a lot of things there you won't be able to pronounce, and this is ultra-processed foods, which we have talked about to stay away from. But uh, these particular preservatives uh, do impact your immune system and are potentially carcinogenic. Uh, the other thing that's uh, really problematic, uh, or can be, particularly in children, is uh, synthetic food coloring. And uh, so uh, years ago in compounding, we were taught to add colors to to diff- different uh, capsules to make them the identification easier, that type of thing. Of course, we abandoned that a long time ago because uh, 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 some of these food colorings, particularly in children, uh, have been associated with uh, adverse uh, behavior uh, issues in children uh, and also uh, People, uh, individuals with pre-existing behavior disorders. Kind of interesting, you know, the, when you think about these these dyes. Anything that has color, 
uh, that, you know, it might be labeled as natural, but uh, it's really not. Soft drinks, sport drinks, frosting, salad dressing, <coughs> chips, uh, all that. Uh, the the worst one, I think, uh, is uh, brominated vegetable oil. So uh, bromine is a chemically a halogen, and it's used uh, to kind of uh, disperse uh, the different uh, ingredients evenly throughout the, the product. And uh, it, it's a big problem because it, uh, it does interfere with thyroid function. So you could actually be drinking a, a soft drink uh, that has this uh, brominated vegetable oil, maybe labeled as BVO, and uh, it, it's a, really a terrible idea. Uh, it can cause neurological diseases, uh, reproductive harm, uh, cause headaches, uh, fatigue, uh, problems with muscle coordination. Uh, so these are these are things that uh, you know you really need to think about trying to make sure you eliminate from your diet. Something that uh, may be helpful uh, for, for many individuals and probably maybe the most uh, non-controversial supplement is a multivitamin. And, uh, you know, in, in this day and age, it's pretty difficult to get all the nutrients uh, from your diet uh, for, for various reasons. But the interesting thing is uh, multivitamins actually help cognitive function uh, and, and may improve memory. And if you listen last week, I talked about this individual that uh, drank a uh, protein uh, smoothie with a liquid multivitamin. <clears throat> the gentleman had Parkinson's, and uh, his voice changed in a, in a way that it, that it improved. So that's you know probably not going to happen with everybody. I'm sure it wouldn't, but the the uh, illustration there is that the either the the proteins. Uh, in the protein powder uh, helped uh, with the neurotransmitters uh, building brain chemistry and that the uh, or and or the or both the multivitamin provided nutrients uh, for the brain to work better so uh, you know the multivitamins have been uh, implemented or, or uh, in individuals for for brain uh, support uh, it's also helpful for cardiovascular disease. Uh, we'll explain a little bit more about that later. But it's basically a really inexpensive uh, product. It's accessible. Uh, you know, you, you wouldn't expect any adverse events uh, with that. Uh, there have been studies done uh, with uh, multivitamins and uh, versus placebo. And uh, w one study showed a 60% slowing of cognitive uh, decline in, in older individuals. Uh, one of the things that uh, also happens with B, uh, with uh, multivitamins is they have B B vitamin support. So B complexes are really important, and part of that um, is because uh, in, in the blood there's uh, something that happens to proteins, and it's called homocysteine. And elevated homocysteine levels are associated with cardiovascular disease, but they're also uh, causes uh, elevated homocysteine, causes uh, neurotoxicity, 
uh, and uh, vasotoxicity, and, and part of that is associated with a uh, protein in the body that's real important for chemical reactions called SAMe in the brain. You may heard about that being used for uh, depression. So here's uh, you know where a multivitamin and particularly B vitamins uh, are really important for for brain function, and and they're they're important for so many other things. Uh, your it's not just your your brain, but your nerves need B vitamins. Uh, that along with uh, good fats, you know there there are disease uh, associated. Uh, depletion of nutrients uh, along with prescription drugs. So uh, diabetics are uh, part of this category uh, that uh, need a good uh, multivitamin and B vitamins because the B vitamins, like I said, associated with uh, nerve-related things, uh, peripheral neuropathy, uh, that type of thing. So we'll be back in just a little bit. We're coming up on a break. Stay tuned for Health Talk. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. Welcome back to Health Talk. Um, does anybody really know what time it is? As I said before, I've got a very confusing time of the year. You can go in the store and find uh, three holidays, and uh, then we change the time. And uh, So I'm, I'm here today with uh, producer uh, Joe Berg. He will, we were talking earlier about uh, that this is not daylight savings time. This is the real time. Yes. And... Uh, we, with the two of us, are of the opinion that uh, we should just leave it this way, but I don't get a vote. <laughs> so, uh, you know, time is a kind of interesting subject. Uh, some of people have said, well, time uh, makes motion look simple, you know, because we, we we're measuring time against uh, our speed against time. Uh, the time uh, also makes us a prisoner uh, of the present, has been said. I'm not sure about that. Uh, so uh, I, I think uh, time makes coincidence possible, you know. So I, I showed up here at a given time here for for Joe. So, but uh, you know, the point to the point to all this is our circadian rhythm uh, related to time. It, it, very interesting subject. Um, so um, you know, we we have this circadian clock. Uh, roughly about a, a 24-hour time. Um, there are processes in the body called uh, diurnal uh, rhythms, uh, a little bit different than circadian time, but uh, basically it's, it's how we adjust to external cues like light and temperature. 
And uh, if you have an abnormal circadian rhythm, uh, you end up with a sleep disorder. But the whole planet uh, is affected by this. Uh, you know, even plants, you'll see uh, some flowers that, that open with uh, sunlight and close as things get dark. Um, it's important to, uh, to animals uh, in terms of, and I think I'll, I'm going to include uh, myself in this, in this category, uh, uh, in that, uh, you know, our sleep patterns are, are governed by, by light. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Our, our body temperatures, our brainwave activity, hormone production, a lot of hormones uh, come online mid-morning, uh, cellular regeneration. Uh, interestingly enough, there have been experiments uh, where they uh, were able to do some kind of mutation or deletions on what they call clock genes in mice. I, I haven't really looked into that uh, in, in any detail, of course, but uh, so apparently these uh, clock mutant uh, uh, mice become hyperphagic and obese, so they, they lay around and they eat more. So um, the, uh, th there are uh, a lot of photoreceptors uh, in, in the body uh, related to, we, we associate uh, that with the vitamin D production. But also uh, melatonin is made, uh, you know, SQ when the sun, when the light dims and the sun goes down. Um, also, uh, cortisol is uh, regulated sometimes by the light. And so if you have elevated cortisol at night, you're probably not going to sleep very well. So uh, circadian rhythm uh, affects heart rate. Uh, cell metabolism, immune system, inflammatory responses, uh, blood pressure, uh, autophagy, which is the ability to uh, break down uh, and regenerate. So, you know, the disruption of, of this circadian rhythm becomes a problematic. Uh, some individuals might be working at night. Uh, you know, there, there's an issue with that. Uh, some individuals that fly a lot, you know, jet, li jet lag is an example of uh, a disruption in circadian rhythm. Uh, some people have different strategies of dealing with that. Uh, I think the swing shift is probably the worst one uh, related to that. But we also have the issue uh, uh, with these time changes and season changes with uh, uh, problems like seasonal affective disorder and so a lot of people are affected as the daylight gets shorter they uh you know i think maybe uh, sleep more uh yesterday evening i think it was a little after seven uh, i just felt tired like i wanted to go to bed and i thought what in the world you know so uh, you know it's uh it, it's a a, a an adjustment to make and I've heard people say that uh, oh it's not a big deal it's just a clock but I think it's a big deal to me so uh, how about you Joe? It seems like a big deal because you know it, it throws off your natural circadian rhythm because we are so like set to go to work with clocks and what time it is and when you change it you're changing your entire body rhythm. Yeah uh, you know I'm so I'm so in tune to the clock 
I know what time it is pretty much before I even look at my watch. Yeah, you can have a rough estimation. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I usually get up at 5 o'clock. And, That's and a little early. <laughs> well, it's earlier now. Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I, um, I'm actually waking at the, the 4, <laughs> a, a little hour earlier. But uh, anyway, um, but this seasonal affective disorder uh, it's said to uh, affect about 20% of the population. Uh, it can manifest in oversleeping, carbohydrate uh, cravings, overeating, weight gain. Uh, I think typically a lot of people gain a little more weight in the wintertime. And then I think that might relate to how active someone is. But it also depends on your location. Do you think that the the SAD would go away if they got rid of the time change, or is that something that is because it gets dark it, early? It's because it gets dark okay. earlier. You know, and, and um, you know, we think about um, flu season, cold season. We think about that more in the wintertime, and it may be just because we're not getting enough sun exposure and vitamin D, which impacts our our immune system. But it it, it is really uh, an interesting subject, and. And it goes away, uh, you know, when the, the daylight for a lot of individuals goes away uh, when, you know, the days get longer. But it, it part of it, it relates to climate and, and latitude. And it's said if you live below, uh, you have to live below the 22nd degree latitude. And we're not, we're all above that latitude. Uh, so, you know, in, in order to produce enough vitamin D. So, uh, you know, of course, vitamin D has been implicated in uh, a lot of issues. And uh, one of the, the ranges, the best way to tell uh, about your vitamin D level is uh, to, to do a lab. They, they would like to see it between 60 and 80 nanograms per milliliter uh, with a minimum of 40 uh, as, as the number. So... Uh, when the sunlight's lacking, uh, it also dis, uh, disrupts your circadian rhythm. Uh, I, d I do personally like the change of seasons. You know, some people don't, uh, but uh, it does give us some more variety. And I, I did mention that uh, melatonin is really important about this. And, and so uh, part of your master clock is uh, related to sunlight and your brain function. And when uh, darkness ha uh, hits, your, your pineal gland in your brain uh, starts making melatonin. And uh, when it gets lighter, it, it, it uh, stops doing that. So uh, melatonin is known as the sleep hormone, but it also uh, does a lot of things. And um, there's a lot of melatonin made in, in the cells of the body, but uh, for different reasons. But... You know, when you, your, uh, your body produces melatonin, uh, you, you start getting sleepy. And um, the other thing is if, you, if it's making melatonin at the wrong time, you, you know, you, you could have a problem with, with that as well. So, uh, so light therapy, in this case, has been more effective than antidepressants. Uh, drugs are really not the answer to this, and they, they, they make light boxes for people to, to sit in front of, and you, you, can, you can get full-spectrum lighting, uh, or used to be able to with your bulbs, uh, 
you know, the, uh, so that, that is a thing uh, that would be helpful for people being inside. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, you know, we talk about blue light uh, being a negative, uh, but it's, it's not a negative, it's much of a negative during the day. So part of the natural sunlight uh, has uh, blue light uh, in it. And, and so uh, that blue light uh, actually uh, signals, uh, has the, this uh, signaling thing in the brain that, that, that kind of helps you stay alert. And the, the other side of that, though, is that if you're on your device in the evening with that blue light, then you know, that's a problem for going to sleep. Um, there, if you block out the blue light, this is interesting, if you block out blue light during the day, uh, you can actually create something called circadian darkness. And it's basically that you're... you're you, you can actually see something there, but your brain does not think it's daytime. Your brain thinks it's nighttime. That's, that's pretty weird. So um, adjusting the light, uh, you know, in the evening from the blue to an amber-red uh, color may be helpful. We're going to talk more about this uh, when we come back from this break. This is Health Talk with Fred Lowry. Welcome back to Health Talk. This is Fred Lowry. Uh, we will remind you this one uh, segment is pre-recorded, uh, so we won't be able to take any calls. But uh, I do appreciate the calls that we've gotten. We've got some really smart listeners, and uh, a lot of them bring up good points. Lowry Drug uh, is a uh, local pharmacy on Hartness Road here in Statesville, established in 1959. We're a traditional family pharmacy with a state-of-the-art compounding laboratory. We offer a full line of medical equipment supplies, uh, including CPAP scooters, oxygen, and have a full line of supplements, nutritionals, herbs, essential oils, homeopathics, and more. Come see us at Lowry Drug. So um, back here with producer Joe Berg, and um, we were talking about uh, daylight savings time. We'd like for it to go away. I uh, told him I saw a meme on, uh, on the computer somewhere that... Uh, had a picture of a Native American that said, uh, only a white man would cut two inches off the top of a blanket and sew it on the bottom of the blanket and say it was a longer blanket. So, I don't know. They, I, I, uh, I kind of on a program on the clock and I, I'd, uh, I would like to, for just to stay one way. So, so we were talking about uh, seasonal affective disorder and different types of light. And uh, to avoid uh, blue light uh, in the evening because it does inhibit melatonin production and may Im impair your sleep. Uh, you only want to expose yourself to this blue light uh, in the morning. So uh, one of the strategies with uh, seasonal affective disorder is to optimize your vitamin D. Uh, you know, we've, in, in addition to that, it's been shown that exercise uh, also improves your mental health, and in some cases may be uh, as good as an antidepressant. Uh, aerobic uh, exercise is, is also in that category. 
obviously optimizing your sleep, sleeping well uh, through the night is, is very helpful uh, in uh, dealing with depression. Sleep is certainly a, a big issue, and uh, we also, you know, we have uh, a, a tremendous amount of people on CPAP machines. We that used to be unheard of uh, in the past, and basically, if you're snoring, you've got some some type. You're somewhere on the spectrum of having uh, some type of sleep uh, apnea. So. Uh, so the uh, optimizing your sleep uh, is, is very important. Um, foods do have a big impact on your, your mood, and uh, fresh whole foods uh, do help support uh, mental health. Uh, refined sugars, processed uh, fructose, high fructose corn syrup does have a detrimental impact on your brain. Uh, there was a book, The Sugar Blues, uh, by I believe uh, Duffy was his name, uh, that uh, highlighted cutting out artificial sweeteners uh, to eliminate uh, toxic effects. Uh, another interesting thing I find uh, found is that vegetarians seem to be more likely to suffer from seasonal uh, affective disorder than non-vegetarians. So, you know, and I, I'm not saying the vegetarian lifestyle is is a wrong choice, but it may be. Uh, related to not getting enough uh, complete proteins uh, to build neuro neurotransmitters. Uh, typically, the, the, the formula for uh, getting uh, adequate protein uh, for vegetarians would be uh, pea and rice formula or beans and rice. Um, optimizing your uh, omega-3 fats is uh, really important for brain function. Uh, krill oil could be a good choice. We talked about uh, in the past uh, these uh, phospholipid type fats, uh, phosphatidylcholine uh, is one of them that's really good for brain function. Fish oil is good for brain function. Uh, people, it's been shown that people with a lower level of omega 3s are more likely to suffer uh, symptoms of depression. Uh, optimizing your gut health is important, and we're going to talk about uh, maybe a little bit about that. Uh, but you know, your your proteins, your nutrition, everything uh, that you get to make your body work uh, happens through the food you eat and how well you're able to digest that food. Uh, so that that becomes a really important part. You know. You, they say the gut is literally your second brain, so it can have an influence on uh, mood and behavior. There's uh, an aspect of uh, energy psychology and um, something to look into if you, if you have this particular issue is uh, called emotional freedom technique. And basically it's uh, systems of tapping places on the brain uh, that may help uh, uh, balance uh, individuals emotionally so that they can uh, improve their position. So that's uh, a bit of an overview uh, of the uh, seasonal defect, uh, affective disorder and, and light issues. As we uh, move on through the, the program here, um, probably the last thing we'll get to talk about, and we're gonna go into the next segment is 
ways to uh, optimize your uh, your health uh, for long COVID, and this would be true for for anybody really. Uh, you know, one of the things or strategies around health uh, in general is optimizing your energy, and that's through uh, your mitochondria, which is the uh, supposed to be the, the energy-producing uh, organelles of the cells. And it's kind of an interesting subject to me because um, the, uh, the mitochondria, uh, it, you, you always get that from your mother, from the, uh, not from the father uh, in particular. So, the, the, and there's, there's a whole science of that. But uh, the, the DNA in the mitochondria is different than your DNA in your other uh, cells. Um, so it's been said that mitochondrial dysfunction is maybe the, the root of all chronic diseases. And if you look at any type of uh, energy-related medicine, uh, could be anything from uh, infrared sauna, grounding, all that, uh, all of this, uh, these things, the, the concept is that they stimulate uh, mitochondria or they, they help with that mitochondrial energy. So it's a um, pretty interesting subject, I think. Uh, you know, electromagnetic fields can can uh, disrupt this, but when you think about uh, mitochondria dysfunction, you know, you're talking about illnesses like uh, chronic, dis- uh, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia. Um, they're there are a lot of people with those uh, type of things. So it's, it's basically uh, a low energy situation, not able to uh, utilize you know, the, the things in your body that, that you, you need to. So we, we have uh, a big uh, issue with that. We're, and we're, we are coming up on a little bit of a break. I'm going to try to get in this. Uh, one of the things that really impacts mitochondria is your uh, electromagnetic field exposure, and we've talked about that. I, I do recommend uh, people with cell phones get <clears throat> a safe shield. I have no um, relationship with that company, but uh, I do think it, it does work. I've, I've tested it myself, and it does seem to be helpful. So keeping your cell food uh, in airplane mode when possible, keeping it away from your uh, bed where you're sleeping, turning off the Wi-Fi, at night could could also be a helpful uh, health tool. We'll be back shortly. This is Fred Lowry, and this is Health Talk. Welcome back to Health Talk. This is uh, Fred Lowry. It's a kind of relaxing tune there. So we're talking about um, we were talking about uh, EMFs and mitochondrial production. Uh, so um, if we uh, are trying to improve our, our health with our mitochondria, you know, all this stuff goes back to a lot of the same things I say all the time. The type of fats that your body uh, consumes is real important. Uh, getting rid of the uh, uh, the excess omega-6 fats, which is the 
linoleic fats that uh, you know that we've talked about the that uh, come from all the seed oils. Uh, all, all this is definitely a, a factor. It's, it's always multifactorial. So um, one of the things that uh, I see a lot is uh, people that are taking a lot of iron supplements and. Uh, iron is a, a trace uh, mineral. Uh, it, it certainly is important, uh, but it can too much iron can uh, interfere with uh, mitochondrial uh, function. And I would say probably most everybody uh, has uh, issues with this, uh, maybe with the exception of uh, menstruating women, um, but. Uh, one, one of the problems is is uh, copper is the, the opposite side of this coin. And so if you don't have uh, enough copper, then you, your body cannot recycle iron properly. And so what happens is you might see a lab um, that uh, is showing low iron or low ferritin. And uh, it's not always an indicator of, of low iron. So when you when you start loading up uh, iron uh, in individuals, what you t happens a lot of times is you, you add iron and you come back and do another lab and you're still low and you add iron and you're still low and it goes on and on and on. And you keep adding more iron and then uh, it, it becomes toxic. So uh, one of the things, unless there's been a, a big blood loss where you might actually have lost a lot of iron is to try taking copper uh, instead. And uh, some people uh, recommend uh, donating blood now uh, for uh, optimal health. It's not just a, you know, a good thing maybe to do for uh, the community or whatever, but, uh, but it also helps lower uh, things in your blood that maybe you don't want, including uh, viral load, so it's, a, it's really kind of a way of detoxifying. Um, so, you know, we, we go back to go back to that sun exposure, and in uh, the sun uh, does relate to energy, not just not just energy for plants, um, but through photosynthesis. But there's a lot more to getting sunlight. Uh, than, than just making uh, vitamin D. So, um, you know, some people will use uh, infrared saunas uh, to, uh, that, that does seem to help uh, the, the mitochondria. And part of that is because it, uh, your, your body's making this uh, uh, easy water, it's called exclusion zone water, which has uh, a lot of negative ions in it and, and that that's helpful. Uh, that's uh, there's a lot of ways to do that. Um, so the body makes melatonin through sunlight. We've mentioned that before. Uh, the uh, energy, uh, the ATP produced by mitochondria, uh, is related to sunlight in many cases. Uh, so these are all uh, pieces of that that puzzle. So uh, that that's a little bit uh, of an overview on mitochondrial uh, function. Now, it's, it's also nutrient-related. So individuals that, uh, you know, there is a, 
a product that we used uh, post-COVID called uh, Mitocaps by Hammer Nutrition, and that was to, to support mitochondrial function, and, and that seemed to be helpful as well. So uh, talk about this, uh, you know, the CPAP issue and, and sleep. You know, there, there's a couple types of apnea or sleep, and, um, and, and also I'm going to speak of that. I, I remember uh, many years ago, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, sudden uh, SID, sudden infant death syndrome, and uh, my company had uh, were, was providing apnea monitors for, for children. We and it was really quite unusual because there was a time there, I think we had probably 100 children on apnea monitors. Um, you know, what happened in that, that case, you know, was it, uh, you know, was there a real issue there? Was it uh, a big question mark? Was it, uh, you know, legal liability? Was it uh, vaccine-related? You know, there's there, a lot of questions there but so you have um, central apnea which means that you're uh, you don't have the ability to bring air in properly and then obstructive apnea uh, that refers to the collapse of airways or, or mixed uh, uh, you, you can have mixed uh, apnea as well um, so you know, part of this is the collapse of the the airways, and you know, like snoring is air vi uh, air vibration uh, through the soft palate. Um, you know, some people use the strategy of taping their mouth shut, and uh, you know that I think you have to be careful the kind of tape you use in that case. But uh, so what happens is, uh, you know, when you're not uh, breathing properly, the oxygen in your uh, blood is going down uh, your cellular aging is in increasing uh, your brain's not getting enough oxygen uh, di it disrupts your circadian rhythm uh, you can see uh, children with apnea sometimes have uh, bedwetting uh, night terrors restless anxiety uh, of course if you're not sleeping well then you're uh, your brain changes and your thinking and uh, ability to process information uh, becomes a, a problem. So, uh, you know, un and un un uh, untreated, uh, you know, definitely can end up in long-term cognitive uh, dysfunction. And it may, may be even an early uh, indicator of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, common uh, causes of sleep apnea uh, for adults is uh, primarily obesity, uh, you know, having a greater neck circumference than, uh, than is needed. Um, so uh, it's been said that a neck circumference greater than 17 inches for men and greater than 16 uh, inches for women uh, is, uh, raises the risk for both uh, obesity and sleep apnea. Maybe related to some thyroid things there as well. Um, Interestingly enough, uh, once again, vitamin D receptors in your brain uh, actually uh, help control uh, how you move in and out of various sleep phases. So vitamin D is uh, also needed to produce acetylcholine, that neurotransmitter, that helps you get in deep sleep. It seems like the vitamin D is involved in just about uh, everything.
Um, so there's all kinds of different devices for that uh, that uh, may be helpful. Um, interestingly enough, <coughs> the um, it's been brought out that uh, breastfeeding is really important for for the the development of the mouth and maybe the prevention later uh, for sleep uh, apnea. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'd never, never heard that before, but uh, breastfeeding helps expand the size of the child's palate and helps shift the jaw forward. And uh, so there's, uh, when, you, when you're using uh, the typical bottle, um, you know that's been shown maybe to, to not really be the, the the best way to do it there's uh, uh, an, another issue related to this um, uh, breastfeeding and, and the uh, mouth formation of the palate is uh, having something called a, a tongue tie in, in babies you know so that this is uh, the, the little uh, bit of skin that is between the tongue and in the bottom of the mouth, so those children have difficulty um, breastfeeding, have speech impediments, uh, uh, things of that issue. So uh, breastfeeding, as we know, is very important for, for many uh, reasons. And um, so it, it turns out uh, children that are fed in the way they're designed to be fed, it helps stimulate the structure of the mouth and the facial bones uh, so the recommendation and, uh, is generally uh, to uh, breastfeed for the first six months, uh, follow, followed by a gradual uh, introduction of soft food uh, and perhaps even continuing uh, intermittent uh, breastfeeding for up to two years. Uh, m most individuals probably aren't, aren't going to do that, but there are uh, specially designed cups that have uh, uh, a cutout uh, for the baby's lower lip that, that may be better than, than the bottles and the synthetic uh, nipples. So, uh, you know, it's just another little uh, interesting uh, side trail that we, we go on sometimes. So, uh, I just remind you, um, this is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine at Lowry Drug. Uh, this month, we're having 20% off our CBD oil. Come see us.